I'm so excited about today because we have someone who's talking to us who's in Canada. Erjane, um, who's in Canada and not sorry, not Canada, Australia. And we have like a nine, I think it's a nine hour difference. Eight nine hour difference. Hey Cookie. Hello everyone, welcome. Um, so she is a professional um I guess you could say like coach and author. And it's just always so exciting being able to talk to someone who's Oh, that was very quick. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can you see I'm me so and hear me well? Perfectly. <laughs> Perfectly. I hope you can hear me well. Um, how are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. How are you? It's great Excited. to be connected with you. <laughs> Excited. I mean, oh, it's, it's, what time is it over there? It's 9 p.m. Oh, you sure you want to know what time it is? <laughs> the time the time is written on my face, so you can guess whatever time it is. It's I it's would, an unstoppable time. It's a beautiful I time. I love that. You know, <laughs> you know the first, hello, first time. Hello, everyone. <laughs> the first time we actually, when I actually I encountered your account um, or your your profile on LinkedIn and I yeah. went through it and I was so impressed and I was like oh my god oh, if no. I could just get her on my show I, <laughs> you know and and just you're you 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 just exude so much positivity and you can feel so much energy <laughs> over emails even I think that's just one of the most incredible <laughs> The most incredible things. Um, so, could you just you know briefly introduce yourself? Um, who are you? What is it that you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, first of all, you know it's wonderful to be here, and I want to applaud every single thing you're doing. Just bringing lots of positivity and energy and information. You know, sometimes I tell people we may complain about the darkness that's out there, but if the light is not shining, then the darkness will keep on spreading. So Ooh. a big welcome to every single person who is joining. I'm sure you're learning a lot, uh, you know, from the page and I'm happy to be here. My name is Mofoluwa Shaw Ilevari. Mofoluwa Shaw, the way I've interpreted it, it just means the Lord is my shepherd. And that's the story of my life. Uh, wow. It's, you know, for people in my circle, you can call me Fofo. So you're free to call me Fofo. That's what my mom pet name my mom gave me when I was born as well so uh, but that's it um what do you want to know about me I just I just love I love God I love family I love chocolate cake I love <laughs> empowering women and girls I love just helping you to wake up fearless press forward and be unstoppable I love yeah that's just me in a nutshell <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, I do believe you're an author, you've authored a couple of books. I mean, anyone could click on your, um, the link on your bio, they'd be able to have access to books. Um, you do trainings <laughs> yeah, as there, well. There are a few behind <laughs> me. There are a few behind me. And actually I'm writing. Um, so, you know, if, if you check my page, I've probably been quite, I've probably been quiet. Uh, for a few weeks and that's because I'm, I'm writing so you know but it's an honor to be here because a lot of people are trying to get me at this time I'm like guys I am busy isolated and writing so there are a couple wow. of books I'm writing about the 90 days the the magic of the 90 days and um, it's going to be a seven part series book so it's seven books in, <laughs> in 90 days uh, so I'm busy with that and looking forward to share that uh, with you and your audience whenever they're ready Hi, Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still morning on our it's just afternoon, so everyone's still fresh. Um, so we're talking about professional and career development. Why is this your expertise? Uh, how did you become so passionate about professional and career development? Absolutely. Among the many other things you do, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And and thank you for, for the question. You know, the thing about it is sometimes when I when I see young professionals or even people who are just graduating and they're wondering where do I start from what do I do the tendency nowadays is probably just to jump into being an entrepreneur running a business and I think that's fantastic because entrepreneurship solves problems and if you're listening and you're the type who is very inclined towards solving a problem jumping into entrepreneurship I think that's fantastic we need more and more of you 
But the point is not everyone would start out being an entrepreneur. There are some people who will start out working in an organization and may end up even owning the organization and you know running a side hustle or a business or something or career portfolio on the side. Well, I happen to come from a generation of the Gen X's or the baby boomers. <laughs> and in that generation, what you were taught, taught growing up was you had to do well in school, get a great job, make money, <laughs> okay? And then take care of your parents, right? That was the yeah. flow. And you were ever going to be, if you were smart, you'd be a medical doctor or an engineer or a lawyer an accountant it was as if nothing else existed apart from those four and so that was the generation i grew up in so how did i end up being in the career space it was probably because that was the generation i grew up in um, i was also fortunate to, to be an entrepreneur from the age of five my father was very passionate about making sure that we made our own pocket money <laughs> so you know started selling buying and all that from a very early age but jumping into the career space was something that um, you know, I was happy to do when I started working. And I've been, I've been in the career space, at least professional space for about 21 years now. And it's been an amazing experience. And my, my passion is to share with people who are either just starting or in mid-level careers or who feel that they're declining in their careers. There's some codes to success. If you can crack the code to success, honestly, you will thrive wherever you find yourself and you will be able to navigate the career path, which is not a straight line. I'm sure by now you know it is not a straight line. It's not, I leave school and this is where I want to be. Yes, a few people will win the lottery. A few people will be the kids of Queen Elizabeth or something. <laughs> but the bulk of us from Africa, yeah? we have to <laughs> we have to do some, some work around it, right? So knowing how to navigate the, the career ladder, I also say, you know, right now you can even ditch the ladder and take the lift with some steps. You don't have to struggle from day one. There are many tricks and tips to it now. And I just love sharing some of those tips with, with people who are in the career space. And um, yeah, that's what I'm passionate about. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everyone. I mean, why, why, why is it important to even consider something like career development and prof you know professional because you know you get in you just want the job you want to get paid and you just move on if you get you know if you get a promotion that's great if you don't well i mean if you try <laughs> and that's it so why is it something that um we should all be actively engaged in absolutely you know what first of all i want to say you are not your job title Ooh. If there's anything I want to teach people and I want to sound it as loud as I can, you are not your job title. So when you join a company and you're starting from the youngest level or, or the barest minimum, there's a tendency to want to think that that's who you are. But when you remember the greatness of God that was designed in you, even before you were conceived, you will understand that you were born for greatness like like there's greatness in you so it's not it's not a matter of the the job or the title or the career path you're choosing if you believe that you were born as a god on earth there's a way you would walk there's a way you will talk there's a way you will want to dominate see it, it's so important it's like you picture you picture someone who was born to you know i don't know why i'm using queen elizabeth tonight maybe because you look like her but <laughs> <laughs> you look like a queen, right? I love you, queen girl. It's beautiful. But you know, imagine if you were born into a royal family. When you're born into a royal family, right from childhood, you're taught how to act like royalty. You, you mm. can't just walk barefooted on the streets. Paparazzi is probably going to just take advantage of that and, and put something on the headlines. You're taught how to dress. You're taught how to, how to speak. You're taught how to act. Why? Because by default, there's royalty in your bloodline. And that's what I want to share with people. When you realize that there's royalty in your bloodline, you don't just, you don't just act anyhow. You don't just walk anyhow. You don't just talk anyhow. You don't just get into a job and say, oh, anyway, I'm just being paid peanuts. So that's it. No way. When you understand that it's just for a while, you, you can actually, you can actually own the company. <laughs> You can own shares in there. You can you can start your own business. You can solve problems. 
you you were made and designed to solve problems so when you have that mentality there's a way you act there's a way you walk there's a way you talk there's a way you will want to develop yourself there's a way you want to harness the gifts that God has placed in us because we all have gifts and the thing about it, the difference between a gift and a skill tell me when I'm talking too much because I was born to talk okay <laughs> I, I hear you Angie Angie I hear you I see everyone in the chat box just go ahead and you know send some hearts send some loves send some questions let me know you're here it's awesome to have you here but when you think about it it starts with a mindset I always mention it's so the battle the battle for our best lives is fought in the mind every morning every morning when you wake say up say that again yes oh, the battle for the best life you can ever have is fought in the mind every morning every morning when you wake up there are three voices or four or five or 10 one voice is telling you oh what a sad day oh what's going to happen today oh oh it's the same thing all over again there's another voice that's telling you that you are unstoppable you can do this you can get up you can try again it depends on the voice you want to listen to but you know what we all have those voices and it depends on the voice that is louder that's the voice that determines your actions because our thoughts frame our words our words frame our actions and the actions determine the future or the outcome of our lives so when you wake up in the morning the thoughts you have in your mind are very important because those thoughts will frame your words they will frame what you say they will frame what you do and they will frame the outcome of your life so when you think about it from a career development standpoint If I feel that I don't need to develop myself, guess what? That's it. I'm right. And if I choose Ooh, to say I want yeah. to develop myself, guess what? I'm right as well. Whatever you decide, you become. Whatever you think, you become. Whatever you think you are, you become. And it's not about it's not about whether you can see it in the natural now because guess what? The the future is is just the present that is unfolding. So we never really get to the future. If you think about it, when you say, "Oh, tomorrow I will do something," but when tomorrow comes, tomorrow has become today. So, it, it, so when you think about the future, it's just the present unfolding, and whatever you're doing in the present determines how that future will end up. So, developing yourself and your career is an important part. Why? Number one, you owe it to your Creator because He Come already on. deposited that in you. Number Come two, on. you owe it to yourself. Number 3, you owe it to humanity. You owe it there are communities, there are there are problems in Africa that need us to rise up. There are mm. there are there are people who are who who need the solutions, the apps you will you will develop, the the market ideas you would you would celebrate, the books you would write, the the jobs you would have. There are some people who will not have their freedom or their liberty if you don't step into your purpose. So when I when I'm passionate about career development it's because number 1 you owe it to your creator number 2 you owe it to yourself and number 3 you owe it to humanity because we were born we were born to to be a solution to something Absolutely brilliant Chums I've got you know comes all over I'm like ah, I wanted to stand for a minute but I was like oh that's great <laughs> you know and what I'm getting I mean we often hear you know I mean you click on YouTube you see motivation get big capital letters and you know you have someone there telling you that you can make it the thoughts in your mind this 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 and sometimes you don't take this seriously and especially when it comes to our jobs and you have a lot of people who are miserable or who are fresh from university and just get into a job just because that's that's basically um the the way in which we're conditioned right but you're saying that listen you are beyond the title you are given and every one of us should take ownership of our purpose and our dreams because god deposited in that we are more than what we're making ourselves seem and now i'm wondering Ooh. so what What are the limitations? Why are we limiting ourselves so much as young people, as young professionals because those are typically <laughs> uh, those are typically the comments are so funny. Uh those are typically the type um that's you know we have the, the type of audience that we have we have young professionals who get in and it's always exciting to dress a certain way, you know, look professional and whatnot, but we're literally operating at, you know, maybe 2% of our potential. So what is holding us back? What what is that limitation? Yeah. and why are we yeah. allowing that limitation get a hold of us 
Right, absolutely. And, and remember where I started from, because there's a reason why I started from a mindset. Right. I started from a mindset because there are many things holding us back as young professionals. And hi, everyone. I see you, Kim. You say you're a feminist. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but some of the things that hold us back, number one is our background. You know, Ooh. when we talk about nurture and nature and how we were raised, I was raised as a young girl who should not speak when she's not spoken to. Or even when she's spoken to, I just need to lower my head and just nod. I, I, I wasn't raised in, in a place where, you know, girls were encouraged to study engineering. I loved physics and maths. I wanted to study engineering. But guess what? There were no female engineers in my family. Then there was, at that time, there was hardly anyone I could say, oh, she's doing really great. That's, that's a role model. Not like today when we've got a lot of mentors, both near and far, that can encourage. But in those days, there were no, no, not too many female engineers. So I was talked out of that dream because they kept saying, oh, it's a guy's world. Oh, you know, you want to start wearing jeans and a helmet and you know, like that's what engineers did, right? And so that there's a part of our upbringing. So for some of us, it's the upbringing that's probably mm. taught us to think a little lower than who we really are. The second is failures in life. Sometimes some of us have tried some things and we failed at them. And you know, my podcast yesterday, I was sharing the fact that failure is not the opposite of success. Actually, failure leads to success. If you understand the concept of failure, you understand that every time you fail, you are just hastening the pace to be successful because then you learn that's one more way of not doing it. So I try out something else. I build resilience. And before I know it, I'm closer to success than I think. But when we failed, the tendency is, I don't want to try again. Almost like Humpty Dumpty, I don't want to try again. But you know what? If you don't pick yourself back up, it's like a baby. A baby who's learning to walk and falls several times. We're all afraid, oh, that baby just, just fell. But if that baby never gets up and tries to crawl and walk again, they never would. So it's very important. So sometimes it's, it's our background. Sometimes it's the things we believe the stories we tell ourselves because sometimes it's not even true, but because it's a story you've told yourself, it kind of makes you feel smaller than you are. Then, like I said, it could be that because we failed before. Number four is social media. Let's be honest. We're constantly checking each other. I'm sure that people here are checking you out, checking me out. You know, we're constantly checking out the so-called perfectionism. Many of us, our profile pictures are not uh, the true resemblance of our lives <laughs> but then we judge we judge a book by the cover we're human beings it's natural to judge a book by the cover and so there's some of us who don't show up or don't step into our purpose because we feel that the other person is better than we are or we feel that we're just not good enough or we feel we're just not okay enough or you feel until i have xyz so another limitation is perfectionism you want it to be perfect but guess what? Even your iPhone 12 or iPhone 13 always gets an upgrade from time to time. <laughs> Why does it get an upgrade? Because it's not perfect. Yes, we, we, we put all our pocket money, right? We go buy that, that new, new brand. But guess what? They're still going to tell you to upgrade the phone at some point. So we're, we're not perfect. And sometimes we don't step out because we feel we want to be perfect. But it's not until you're perfect. You just have to start from where you are take the gifts that God has given you and start with that. I was, I was trying to say the other time, the difference between a gift and a skill. A gift is something you do effortlessly without you even thinking about it. It makes you unique. It's something you were born with. We all have gifts. You don't need to learn your gift. You can fine tune it, but it already, it's, it's something that came naturally with you. But your skill and talent needs to be developed. That's why when we talk about development, there are people who have gifts. I'm sure you've seen them before. You tell them, oh, you got a great gift. They just, they just fling it away like- Fresh oh, it off, yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's no big deal. No, but it's a big deal. Because if you pay attention to it, that gift is gonna solve a problem in the world. That gift is gonna do something significant for your life, for your family, for someone. So you take that gift and you nurture it. You find mentors around you. You read books, you, you buy courses, you, you get a coach, you get a coach, you get a coach. I keep saying it, many of us don't get coaches. You know, but anyone who is going to win a Grand Slam, anyone who's going to win the Olympic gold medal, uh -huh. will not get there okay. without a coach. You need a coach. 
So even as a young professional, you need a career coach or a confidence coach or, or any kind of coach, depending on which area you want to develop. And as you do that, it gets you, it helps you to be better. And I'll give you a simple story before, I know you have lots of questions, but you know, I think if you're enjoying this, just, just you know, say it in the chat box. I just want, <laughs> I want this to be interactive because I know we're virtual, but if you're learning something, just, just let me know in the chat box. I would really love to, to connect with each and every one of you. But you know, I'll tell you a quick story. I was doing what you would call office housework. Okay. And what is office housework? Office housework is you're the one taking the minutes, you're the one getting the coffee and the tea, you're the one, you know, putting all the things together, like you're just in the background. And many times as young professionals, sometimes that's where we start. You're the yeah. one getting the coffee, you're the one getting the tea, you're the one they send to get the lunch. You're, you don't have a voice at the table. Sometimes that's where we start. So if you're one of those listening, just listen to my story and I'll tell it very quickly. And so I was in charge of security profiling and we had this big guest who were coming into town and I was responsible for the entire security profiling. And at the same time, you know, just making sure for the one week they were around, everything went well. So I would take care of the meeting rooms, get everything ready, get the tea, the coffee, whenever they're moving around, make sure the security details were tight. That was my job. And I was preparing for one of the meetings and I noticed that one of the topics they had on the agenda was centered around just, you know, developing businesses in Africa and things like that. But I looked at the, the audience who were going to be in that meeting and there was no, there was no African there. For, for some reason wait so wait, you have be, people was, who are about to talk about developing businesses in africa but there was no yes there was no it was there was no african there it was high level conversations they had had a lot of projects around it and they probably just wanted to discuss it but there was no african there and so i kind of you know i could have just left the room i had it was not my business right i was right. supposed to print the things and let it go but i i just I went to the person who was organizing the meeting and I said, hey, I know it's not my, my place, but I observed that you're going to have this conversation and don't you think you'll be missing some local perspective? And, you know, they mentioned they already had, they already had agencies, uh, you know, that had provided some recommendations already. So they just wanted to review those recommendations, right? So it was justifiable not to really have someone in-house in there. But I said, you know what, the fact that you're already in a local environment is an opportunity to just grab a few people and, and confirm what's happening here. But then I, I left the room because anyway, mm, I just nodded, it wasn't my place. I went into the restroom and 10 minutes after I came back to my seats, there was a post-it note on my laptop requesting that I join them during that section. Now, I suddenly moved from being the person who was serving the tea to almost like the position of an African consultant <laughs> just because I opened my mouth to observe and to speak. Now, many things happened post that, that session. I ended up becoming you know, a, a great consultant on, on African business and things like that. I ended up helping and consulting in different areas. But it started by me realizing that I am not my job title being observant mm. about what's going on in my environment, understanding that I have a place and I have a voice, and then choosing to use that voice in whichever way possible. So I wanna encourage you, in case you're, you're doing what is called an office housework, or you're not sure of where you wanna get to in life yet, you know what, just take a step at a time. Build your own, you know, build your, build your competence. And as you do that, your confidence rises. As your confidence rises, your credibility increases. As your credibility increases, your community begins to expand. As your community mm. begins to expand, what happens is you start having capacity for more and people start trusting you. People start looking for you. People start giving you that salary increase you're looking for. They're giving you those projects you're thinking about. And those things must begin to shape your character. When they start to shape your character, you start realizing that you're bigger than where you are. So you start feeling uncomfortable in your comfort zone. And then you aim for the next level of career advancement. Then you repeat the process again. I build my competence. 
it builds my confidence. I build my confidence. I can speak more. I can interact more. I can ask questions at work. I can raise my hand. I can make an opinion. It builds my credibility. My leaders can see it. My managers can see it. My bosses can see it. People can see it. As I'm doing that, it expands my community. I get mentors. Some people want to sponsor me. Some people want to get into my space. As I'm building my community, it's building my capacity. As I build my capacity, it's shaping my character. As it shapes my character, it pushes me out of my comfort zone. Then I build my confidence again, and then I go round and round. <laughs> it's such a beautiful cycle. It really is. Oh my god, this is. I think I needed this more than anything. Um, so I mean, speaking of which, what are the stages of career? Like when we practicalize it, uh, what are these stages of career and uh, career and professional development that we're talking about now? Absolutely. Um, well, I think there are about four or five stages, depending on which school of thought you're, you're thinking about. There is a stage. Your first career stage is more like exploratory. Exploratory <laughs> is where we all start when we get out of school, and you're still trying to think about what do I want to do. For some of us, we ended up studying the course that mom and dad wanted us to study. For some of us, it was the course because that was the cutoff mark you had in school. <laughs> for some of us, you maybe got a scholarship for it. So not everybody ends up studying the course that they wanted to study. I studied pharmacy eventually, but I'm, I work in HR now. And in between that, I've done sales, I've done branding, I've worked in supply chain, I've been a slight project engineer. My career has taken different turns. So the course you studied in school doesn't actually mean that's what you will end up using. So the first stage is the exploratory stage where you're trying to discover what do I really like? What don't I like? And by doing one or two jobs in there, you start finding out a bit about yourself. You start finding what your strengths are. Maybe you do a SWOT analysis, or maybe you take one of the personality tests, and it helps you to know what skills you have. The second stage is more like your expansion stage. This is expansion. Before you continue you... to the second stage, the fact that you even mentioned, you know, doing a personality test and learning—you're talking about you need to learn who you are, so oh, that you absolutely. can excel in the current. Um, professional space you're in it's not just about what skills you can provide right you will be surprised that till we die we're still finding out who we are <laughs> if, if if anybody i'm telling you even as confident as we look right now there are layers of the onions inside of you that you haven't discovered yet and so the tendency is the starting point is really to take the time to figure out who you are and when I say who you are, I'm, I'm not talking about who we look like on the outside, who you were born and created to be. Remember, I keep taking it back to purpose and why we were born. We were created for something. And I tell people it's amazing where when you find some of this, you know, big billionaires and all that, if you try to find out what you enjoy doing when you were five years old, when you were yeah. four, when you were six, before all the adulting came up, that's really you will find out that that's really who you are. The people who are poets today or who are writers today or who are engineers today, if you go check, they were busy just smashing all the cars, all the toy cars. <laughs> they were busy manipulating different things. The, the real you is on the inside. And the more of the real you you can discover by unpeeling the layers, the better you become. Because that's, that's, that's when you become the original you and you're not just a counterfeit or, or trying to be like somebody else. Many of us, because we don't know who we are, we think that, oh, I need to look like Beyonce. Oh, I need to be like Jay-Z. Oh, I need to do that. But that's not you. No one can be the real you. And the only way to know the real you is to take the time to peel the layers, to understand who you, are, you really are. So that's a question till we die. We're still gonna keep asking, who am I? And because we evolve into it. So who you were at five is different from who you are at 10, it's different from who you mm -hmm. are at 21, it's different mm. from who you are at 30, different from who you are when you get to 50, you'll be surprised. You just find out that, oh my goodness, there's a whole new new side to me I, I didn't know. And if you think about the pandemic, there are many of us who, by just spending a bit of that time in lockdown, we actually discovered who we really are. <laughs> Some people just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, yeah, personality yeah. tests are great. Right. I'm I'm not a solid fan of personality tests. Uh, I think they're great because they help us to discover who we are 
and how we can interact with others, the kind of behaviors that we can interact with others. But it's also important not to be limited by them. Because I have also seen people who take those personality tests and kind of limit themselves with it. Oh, I'm an introvert. Oh, I think with my right brain. Oh, I right. can really do this Very or that. Mm. And by the time you start doing that, you are limiting the you that God created, who is perfect and whole and and multiversatile. It's very important. So the more you can discover of yourself, the more you can take what you have and then you leverage that. Um, so it's an exploratory stage where you're trying to figure out, do I like this? Do I not like this? You may start yeah. a job and realize, oh, that's not what I thought it was. Oh, that's what I thought it was, you know. And as you do that, you know what you don't want. As you know what you don't want, you can figure out what you want. And then you keep trying. Yeah. Right. So yes, the <laughs> second stage. Oh, right. Yes, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so once you've gone through that exploratory stage, we kind of move into the, the expansion stage. And expansion stage is just really where now you're finding your rhythm. You know, if you've ever driven a car, you know that the car has, has the gearbox. Okay, you can drive the car on gear one, but after a while, the engine starts struggling. You can't go too far on gear one, it has to switch. These days, you know, you folks drive automatic. In those days, we had to do manual and just move move the gears. <laughs> but these days, you hardly know when the car is switching, right? But if right. you think about it, when it gets into gear two or gear three, you start feeling the car cruising. It's like it's getting to its potential that's more like the expansion stage. So you're not really in that struggling stage anymore. You know what you want. You're more confident about yourself. You're having a great time in your career. That's almost like the expansion, expansion stage. Then, you know, you now start getting to the empowerment stage. Empowerment stage is where, you know, people are now recognizing the expertise that you carry. You're probably mentoring other people. You're maybe heading a department or you're you're in charge of major projects. So that empowered stage is really where you know you you, you know you're flexing your muscles. You know your you know your stuff and people respect you for that. <laughs> and then gradually you start getting into the last stage which is we call it the decline stage. But I like to call it a recline. A recline is almost like you know your chair just leaning back a bit. And that's the stage where maybe you're not learning as much. So you're beginning to play to a bit in your knowledge or maybe in your energy level. You know, it's the kind of stage where you may get to and you just can't wait to say, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> and then Mondays suck. You know, when you find yourself getting into that stage, it's important to really do a check and say, hey, what's going on here? So it, it almost comes like that. And then you kind of find yourself back into exploratory and say okay so now i'm not feeling okay with this job anymore do i need to ask for a, a next level in the same company do i need to change careers do i need to switch into something else and then that takes you back into the exploratory stage again so that it's right. almost like that right right um so you mentioned something that i hadn't heard of before and i have to read it so i don't mess it up the seven c's for <laughs> cracking the code for career accelerated <laughs> development there's seven c's what are the seven <laughs> there's a code what is going on you did well, the code seven C's started actually, and I was like, what is going on <laughs> yeah it's very simple it's very simple actually we already touched it it's just that you didn't realize they were c's so if you think about i already touched it it sounded very very you know poetic when i was saying it but you probably didn't know i touched it already and, and those are just the seven C's. It really starts with your competence. When you get into a company, the first thing you need to do, build your competence. Build your competence. It's very important. Some of us, you know, I'm writing a book about the 90 days, your first 90 days in a new job, in a new role. What do you need to know in 90 days? Who do you need to become in 90 days? How do you want to be perceived in 90 days? What is one quick win you can deliver in 90 days? If your, if your manager was going to describe you in three words in 90 days, what would they be? So there's something about the competence you build as quickly as possible when you get into an organization. That's the first thing. As you build your competence, what begins to happen is your confidence rises. Your, the confidence part, when we say, oh, I want to be confident, it's, it's easy. Just build your <laughs> competence. <laughs> so, oh, you know, we oh. so when you know you, when you know what you're doing, that's when you're really confident. Like that's when you're able to Let perform. me explain it. 
because because confidence confidence comes it comes from that word confide when you confide when you confide in something it, it already has an element of trust right when right. when i confide in you it's because i trust you with something so that you trust yourself it's 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 a combination confidence if i was going to define it very quickly confidence is a combination of your your self esteem and your self efficacy your self esteem is your belief in your worth when you wake up in the morning who are you <laughs> i am unstoppable <laughs> when you wake up i don't know if you're feeling the the heat <laughs> hi people everyone joining lady queen i see you there Yeah, I see you there, fabulous. This is your color. I see you. I'm having fun here because I'm already setting this room on fire. So just tell me if I need to calm down. Oh, this one. Your confidence is is the ability to confide. And confide means there's a trust level attached to that. You trust yourself. So your self-esteem mm. is is in your worth. I believe in who I am. And then your self-efficacy. I believe in my ability to do my ability to do something my ability if you if you notice when you when you do something and you do it well your confidence rises that's why i tell people if you're waiting to be motivated before you do something it's too late just start doing it and the motivation will come because right. as you move confidence rises as you move confidence rises why because your your belief that oh i think i can do this oh my goodness i'm doing it oh my goodness i'm really doing it and then they start applauding you oh my goodness and then your head starts to swell right yeah but if you're waiting to feel so confident before you step out it's already too late or it may never right. happen right so your self esteem that's why i keep taking it back to your mind the battle mm. for the best life starts in our minds when we wake up every morning and mm. if you can set your mind don't reach out for your phone first thing in the morning that's not the yeah. right thing to do it's what many of us do but honestly it's not the right thing to do you wake up in the morning and you first of all center yourself this is who i am you need to forgive yourself for some things that happened yesterday you need to forgive someone for whatever they didn't do yesterday and you just say who am i today who am i going to be today i am going to focus on my goals i am not going to procrastinate I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to focus on what's important. When you center yourself in that space, what it does is it builds your confidence and you're ready to step out. So your confidence is a combination of your self-efficacy and your self-esteem. And that's why every single time I tell people, you know, we all know it's Muhammad Ali, the great boxer and all that. You just wonder why would he he would it was said that he he defeated people before he got into the ring. because he understood the power of words he understood the power of making a voice louder than another one oh and many times when we're flipping through social media and you're seeing other people's pages if that's the first thing you do in the morning guess what it's already framing your mind your mind right. is telling you oh oh look at her again she's got that you great already oh, conditioned your day you conditioned yeah. yes and by doing that you're focusing on the other person and that shapes your day your thoughts from your words your words from your actions your actions determine the outcome of your life so if you mm. wonder why you're not delivering on the goals that you have set for yourself it's because you're not minding your business mhm i said backtrack backtrack i said it i'm not we're busy minding other people's businesses business. mind your business mind your business be selfish with yourself for once and say you know what What do I really want? Where do I really want to go? What is important for me? You know, you'll be surprised a few days ago, right? We had that little um internet thing where Facebook, Instagram and yeah, uh, and WhatsApp. For some people that was the end of life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there were people who literally, you know, I I I woke up that morning, I was mad because normally because I'm I'm far away from home, early morning is the best time i can catch my family and i had promised my mom i was going to give her a call on whatsapp and so i got up that morning and i was trying to make the call and it just wasn't going through so i went to reboot the internet wifi thing i shut off my phone i turned it on again you know i fiddled with it a couple of times and i was wondering why is it not working but you know what there's some of us who exactly that's how our lives are every day like if there's no instagram and no facebook and no whatsapp we wouldn't know what to do with our lives 
But guess what? When you learn how to mind your own business, you will go far. You will be unstoppable. You will understand what are the things that I need to put in place because we all have the same 24 hours. The people we're seeing who are thriving and shining, it's the same 24 hours. And if you wonder why is it that they seem to be getting it going and we are not, it's because we're focusing on the wrong things. It's not about time management. It's about distraction management. Yeah, it's about distraction management. It's not time. We have the same 24 hours, but it's about what am I doing with my energy levels and what am I doing with the time that I have? If I can mind my own business, then I go far. If I can slay in my lane, then I go far. You know, when you're watching the Olympics and, and they're running on the track and field, if you move yeah. into someone else's lane, you're disqualified. It, it's, that's it. You're disqualified. If you, oh. no matter how much you've practiced for your country, if, if you have a false start, you're disqualified. Why? Because because that's that's the discipline that comes with minding your business. That's right. the discipline that comes with staying in your lane. And for some of us, we need to shut off our phones for one week. Right. Right. I, I do a social media fast every quarter. Like that's it. And you know what? The the launch you had that you wanted to show me, or the hairstyle you did that you wanted to. When I come back next month, I can still <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I but, love but sometimes this. the fear the fear of FOMO Coach Kemi I see you <laughs> and yes Benj you're right the fear of FOMO the fear of missing out mm. can keep us stuck and keep us distracted because right. we don't want to miss out <laughs> <laughs> someone said I have to take it easy Lady Gwen understands Lady Gwen I'm understands that I I'm just I'm having not... fun here right but, but that's what we're saying. That's what we're talking about. Right. So, you know, I would love to, you know, I hope this is making sense for someone. It is. As you see, we didn't plan this. So it's just <laughs> it's just interesting the way the conversation is going. But yeah, those are just some things on my on my heart. And, you know, I'm already running a 90 day. I'm running a program called the, the Last 90 Days. How to make the last 90 days of the year your best 90 days. And mm. sometimes for that to happen, you have to mind your own business. You have to decide what do I want to do in this next, this last 90 days? I might do, is it a season of rest for me? For some of us, we've been hustling since January. Is it a season of rest for me? For some of, of us, it's a season of sweat. It's the time to get on, on the thread meal and, and just, you know, sweat it out. For some of us, it's a season of partnerships. Mm. you've done a lot by yourself it's time to now find who are who are the bearers of my dreams who are the multipliers who do i need to start networking with so that by january you're ready for for action for some of us it's a season of strategy just deciding what is it that i really want to do for, and for some of us it's just a season of quietness a season to hear god a season to to take the time away from everything on social media and just and just rediscover who you really are so that by January, you can step up. For some of us, the year has started already. Mm. So understand your season of life and then maximize it. For me, life, life balance is not, is not work here and life here. No, it's about understanding the season of life you're in and maximizing that season mm. with joy, with peace, with, with hope, with rest, with family, with, with things that you need. So yeah. you might you you might need a season of rest, but you keep staying on social media and you see someone who is hustling, always you know sharing what they did with this. I wake up at five a.m. I sleep at 6. exactly. I wake up at five a.m. <laughs> they tell you rich people don't sleep. Rich people don't sleep. Why are you sleeping? Do you know? <laughs> but maybe for you, it's a season of rest because you need to recharge your energy for what God will have you do in January. But if you Ooh. don't understand that by January, you're going to be so tired when you're meant to be recharged. For somebody else, it's a season of sweat. So you're watching someone on social media who is saying, oh, you don't have to do anything. Just go and relax. You know, the, everything will be fine. But your season is probably the season where you need to get back, get forward to school. I don't say go back to school because it's all about going forward to school. Maybe it's your time to, to, to just get on a course. It's your time to get on a program. It's your time to develop something. It's your time to really sweat it out. 
you know when you go to the gym they tell you no no pain no gain for some people that's a season of sweat but if you don't understand the season you're in you may be trying to sweat when you're meant to be resting you may be you may be trying to hustle when you're meant to be recharging mm. or you may be resting when you're meant to be <laughs> on the ground right. ah. so understand your season and tailor your actions based on that season that's how to be more productive that's mm. how to keep growing that's how to mind your business and deliver results but it's not just about the end goal as well it's about who you are becoming in the process there's some people who are so caught up with the goals, career goals. I want to be the next boss leader. I want to be the CEO. And so you're stepping on everybody's toes. You're 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 backbiting. You're doing anything you can. You know, doing all the politicking at work because you just want to get promoted and all that. But who are you becoming in the process? Are you losing your values? Are you becoming a better person? Um, yeah. So some of those things, yes, you know, Coach Kemi, feed forward, not feed backwards. <laughs> those things are very important. We actually I have a question. Absolutely. Yeah, I know we, you know, you had dedicated thirty minutes, but it's your fault. I'm just gonna say, I, I actually, I'm gonna take the blame. I preconditioned my mind, and I said she's gonna give me a full hour. She doesn't know it yet. Um. So we have a question here from Benchi Benche Bani. I hope I got the name right. He's asking. Um. So in general, talking careers or even general personal growth, should an individual assess who they are to themselves or who they are to others? Right. Thank you for that question, Benjabani. And in reality, we need both. Mm. In reality, we need both. And usually when you do those personality tests or you get a feed forward or a feed backwards, depending on which one you're getting in the workplace, it helps you to discover who you are. And it also helps you to know your perception, what others think about you. Because we all have a blind spot. And you may think that you're portraying a particular personality, but people interpret it differently. So I tell people if in the workplace, at least every six months, I know many companies will do it once a year. They have this performance appraisal. I wouldn't wait for that. At least every six months or even in a quarter, I would just pick three, four, five people I work with and ask them three simple questions. What should I start? What should I stop? What should I continue? I need to write that down. Uh, my pen. Within your family, <laughs> within your friends, in yeah. your office, if you just find three to five people and you ask them right now, like this week, what should I start? What should I stop? What should I continue? You'll be amazed what you will find out. When you ask a few people that question, you will find some similarities. So you do it first for yourself. What should I stop? What should I start? What should I continue? Then you let others do it for you. And then see, is there a gap in what I think I should continue and what they think I should stop? Is there a gap between what they think I should start and what I think I should do? So by doing that assessment, it gives you a well-rounded 360 degrees feedback or feed forward about mm -hmm. who you are and what you need to do. So I would say yes. It, it tells you a bit more about yourself, but at the same time, you get other people's perspective because we all have a blind spot and you can't see, you can't see yourself if you're in the mirror. If you're in the okay. picture, you can't see yourself if you're in the frame. Yeah. Right. Hi, Ooh. Sis Chi, I see you. Wow. <laughs> uh, behind you, you have a book, Living Boldly. And I, I mean, I, oh, yeah. no secret <laughs> that you are living, you speak boldly. And it's, it's just, listen, I right now, mind blown right now. And I keep going, because I can't, you know, I, I can't hide my facial expressions. But why is living boldly so important? Because I know, you know, we're talking about career and professional development and someone might think, oh, you know, step one, make coffee for your boss so they like you. Step two, <laughs> this, you know, but it's so intrinsic. It's so, it's something that's within you. You know, when we started, you talked about purpose finding, you talked about servitude, you talked about embracing who God made you to be. And now I see, I have been eyeing that book, Living Boldly. What is it, that book? And why is Go Living get that book. It's on Amazon. <laughs> Living Boldly. Go get it. Go get it. I'm yes, everyone go get it. it. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day, you know, it all starts from within. Let's be honest. Every single thing. I just, I think I put it, I can't remember where I put it this morning, but I was saying, take care of the bedroom before the boardroom. 
I put that out this morning. I didn't even know we we're going to have this conversation. Take care of things in the bedroom before the boardroom. What does that mean? It means that when you take care of what's going on inside, when there are no followers, when when the lights are out, when all the makeup is gone, when it's just you, if you can be authentic about who you are at that point in time, and you can develop the skills or the things you need to, to develop at that stage, then when you show up in the boardroom or you show up at work or you show up on the stages of life, you can be authentic, you can live boldly, you can be more confident. It all starts from within. It's the stories we tell ourselves. See, there was this research that was done, you know, that why is it that a number of suicides happen in the bathtub I'm sure you 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 hear of stories of, of celebrities where sometimes you know it just seemed as if they were in the bathtub and and something just happened. Because guess what? When we are in the bathroom, that that's you're naked, like it's you. There are no clothes. There is no makeup. There is no follower who is there. There's no paparazzi. It is you and you and you alone. And the real you that stares the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror that stares you in the face can tell you if you're fake can tell you if you if you're having a mental breakdown and you're not getting help can tell you if you're being authentic about yourself in life so that conversation that happens in the bathroom can make or mar our lives so it all starts on the inside it's not the clothes we wear that make us beautiful i'm sure you know many many people who have who wear gucci and all that and they just don't have self esteem it's just <laughs> they still think they're worthless why because it's in the mind you can right. dress Okay, let let me tell you what story was it? it was a story about um, uh, a pig. Okay, so the kind of there was a magician who kind of turned the the pig into a beautiful prince, and you know the 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 prince now was marrying a princess, and they were at the wedding ceremony, and everyone was like, oh, look at how how handsome the prince is. And meanwhile, there was a very <laughs> a very notorious person who came who knew what happened, and he said, oh, you think. You think that the prince is all handsome and all that? He was just a pig a while back, and he just literally just took a, a bucket of mud. It was a wedding day, right? He just took a bucket of mud and, and just poured it on the on the prince, and the prince became, you know, just literally started soaking into the mud. Why? Because deep down, outside of the clothes and outside of the transformation, a pig is a pig. <laughs> Why did I right. tell that story? Right. It's all on the inside. It's all on the inside. Every single thing will become in life. Even the purpose of God. I tell people, you don't go. Oh, I'm trying to find my purpose. I'm trying to know. The purpose found you. Oh my goodness! If you understand that purpose already found you, you're not looking for it. You were just positioning yourself. Position yourself. Position yourself. Purpose already found you. It will unfold. It will unfold oh. as you position yourself. It will unfold as you allow it to come out from your inside. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Oh, it's just an unstoppable God. flow. It's an unstoppable, I don't know how to explain it. It's an unstoppable flow. And if you understand that it's not coming from the outside, it's not coming from how many followers you have. It's not coming from how many likes on your post. It's not coming from the kind of job you think you have. It's not coming from the car or the Gucci or whatever you think you have. You are who you are on the inside. Wake up every morning and tell yourself, I know who I am. I know who I am. I may not be where I need to get to yet, but it's a matter of time. Come on. It Come is on. a matter of time. It is a matter of time. See, I will end by saying, when you think about career, when you think about, I didn't, I didn't end, I didn't tell I was going to go here. You guys are just kidding me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're telling me, come on. See, when you think about, if you go check the definition of career, mm. if you go check the definition of career, somewhere within that definition, it talks about a progression over time. It talks about a progression over time. So maybe peradventure you're listening to me and you think you're in the declining stage of your career. It's all a mentality. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you say, you know what, there's an abundance. There's an abundance. See, I'm a, I'm a child of God. There's something, there's something, there's a Bible verse that talks about skilled people are never out of work. They are always in demand. 
<laughs> if you understand that you are always in the demand remember i started by talking about competence and i yes. talked about your confidence yes. when you do that a skilled person is always in demand a skilled person is always in demand if you wake up in the morning and you say you know what i am always in demand it's a matter of time you may not find the job you're looking for now but yes it is coming you're right clutter it's clutter sorter you said nothing on the outside validates me see the thing the natural tendency for us is to find validation from the outside but you know what it never lasts because the person who likes your post today can come back tomorrow and say something negative Yes. And then our whole day is spoiled because somebody somebody gave you a bad comment. Mm. But guess what? When you understand that it comes from within. I am who God says I am. Come on. I am where God says I- I'm going. Mm. And you can paint that picture for yourself. I tell everyone, you must have your own vision board. Paint your your vision board and then have your fight board as well. I tell me about fight the fight board. board. What's that one? Yeah, because because our fight is different. Go for I, I'm trying to explain to you. See, if you were born in Africa, your fight is different. That's true. Whether you like it or not, there are just some principalities in our society that just make it difficult sometimes even when you have a big dream. And so your fight is different. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you're feeling like a billionaire, and then you get up and realize there's no light, there's no water, there's no shelter. There's no See, these things shape us. But when you can understand that it's not about what I'm seeing on the outside, it starts from what I have within, then you are unstoppable. Unstoppable just means a, a mentality, a mindset that believes beyond what you can see. And when I say beyond what you can see, I'm not saying your natural sight. I'm talking about beyond what you can see, the eyes of the mind, the Ooh. eyes of the mind. Remember, yeah. it goes back to the mind. Whatever I tell myself, I become. Mm. My thoughts will frame my words. Mm. Whatever I think I become. If I think I'll be great, I'll be great. If Come I think on. you know what I'll settle for that, yeah, I'll settle for it. Yeah. If I whatever you think you are right. Let's be mm. honest. Whatever mm. you think you are, you are right. It is your choice. It is your mind. It is your brain. But our fight is different. Yes. Our and you have to wake up every morning and say, what is it that I what is it that I need to what is it that I I need to do? to just break through. See, I, I was sharing on on Clubhouse yesterday we're talking about victory, being mm. fearless and being victorious. Mm. Many of us like the victory, but there's no victory without a conquest. Come on. There has to be a conquest. You don't just say you're vic- that you're a victor or you're you're you're, you're a survivor conqueror. or you're, you're a conqueror. There has to be a con- you conquered something. That's where victory comes from. So right. what is that fight? It could be a fight of unbelief and say you know what I refuse to let the rest of my generation live like this. Mm. I refuse to bring this poverty beyond the stage. I refuse. Like it, it's it's a fight and we all have different fights and you just have to decide what is your own fight and then write it out. When I say fight board, that's what I mean. You right. write it out. What are those statements that you wake up every morning and say to yourself, I refuse this. I refuse that. I receive this. You know, you, you have what we call the the embrace and exhale what am i embracing what am i exhaling what am i embracing what am i eliminating which mm. habits do i need to embrace which habits do i need to eliminate which thoughts do i need to embrace which thoughts do i need to eliminate when you do that for yourself girl you you you're about to be unstoppable and it happens not just in your career i know there's some people who are running businesses here is the same way you know i i know the year has been tough we've had the last mm. 18 months unprecedented but you yes. know what as far as your eyes can see what can you see what are you seeing where what, what is your fight statement there's still a fight left in you this is october there's some Come people on. on this on this on this live session there is a fight i want to see you get up and get that fight there is a fight mm. left in you yeah there is a fight left in you for the rest of the year there is a fight left in you There's something you're giving up on. No, it's not time. It's not time to give up on it. It may not look like it in the natural, but it's progress over time. Acknowledge where you're at. Establish where you are. Envision where you want to go to. Examine the gap. Start to explore your options. What are the resources I need? Who do I need to talk to? 
what do I need to do? How do I build my competence? Where do I get the strength that I need? And as you're doing that, what do I need to eliminate? It may be people, it may be technology, it may be resources, it may be your phone, <laughs> it may be food. Mm. It's something. What do I need to eliminate? And what do I need to embrace? And as I'm doing that, then what do I need to execute? Because you can dream all you want. If you're not mm. executing something, see there, you can listen to this. I, I know I'm, 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 I know this is powerful, but you know what? You can listen to this and not do anything with it. It Ooh. won't change anything. But if you take it and you say, you know what? I'm going to take one thing and I'm going to execute. That's where the power of Unstoppable comes from. And as you do that, confidence rises. As you get up every morning, confidence rises. As your confidence rises, credibility increases. Credibility expands your community, expands your capacity, expands, shapes your character, pushes you out of your comfort zone to your next level. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I, we've gone over 30 minutes, so it's fine. Um, just, you know, in closing, um, I'm sure there are people that just want to just draw from you. Um, after the session, I understand, you know, you have the surveys going on, you have mentorship going on. Um, so what's going on? What's next? What's currently going on right now with you? How can people connect with you? Um, where can yeah. they buy your books? <laughs> I, I just love what Clotus says. said, don't be constipated with knowledge. Do yes, be a, Come do on. a girl, be a, Come do on. a guy. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, yeah, the last 90 days are, are quite uh, crucial for me. So I'm writing, uh, I'm back to writing. I'm, I'm writing a couple of books, actually, um, talking about the 90 days in different aspects. So yeah. I'm probably in hiding, in hibernation. I came out of hibernation to talk to you. Um, but you know what? If you know, you can find me on Instagram at Mufuluwashoi Levare, you probably will see my, my handle. And what I could offer for anyone who is really thinking about it, you know, if you're following me for the first time, I probably will scan through this weekend and pick three people randomly. So if you're not following me, just go ahead and do that. I'll pick three people randomly and I can just do, you know, like a coaching session for you. But I, I offer executive coaching. I do that. If you go to my website, you'll find it there. If you're a female professional, I also mentor in uh, in another uh, unit called the Trailblazer Femme. We're also open for membership, so it's something you can find. So either executive coaching, if you're a guy or a girl, and if you're a professional, you can um, check my website. I've got some of my books, but I'm really writing at, at this moment. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, make sure when the books are out, you buy them. Let me tell you briefly that the books are centered around 90 days. Because mm. I, 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 I have learned a lot from focusing and, and doing 90 day plans because if you think about it in a full year there are if you do a 90 day cycle you get to review your goals four times a year versus oh someone God. who sets yeah. them in january and by february you've forgotten about it That's so you get the chance to 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 reinvent what should i start what should i stop what should i continue imagine you do this every quarter by the end of december you can't be the same person who started the year so the 90 day the 90 day goal the books i'm writing is centered around you know your first 90 days on a new job your first 90 days as a new manager your first 90 days as a new wife your first 90 days as a mom your first 90 days as a <laughs> your first 90 days to losing like 5 kg you know mm. how do you do that without going to the gym lots of 90 days a few of them i'm, I'm working on and um, you know by god's grace they should be out by the end of the year um, so those are some of the things I'm doing. Uh, so yeah, feel free to follow me. I would love to to encourage you and support you. I'm sure this will be up um, on on Gofan's, um, uh yeah. IGTV, right? IGTV. Yes, so please is. come back to it. We probably talked a lot this this <laughs> afternoon or this evening. I didn't plan. We didn't plan this, okay? <laughs> but it just shows you what's um, you know I trust is for someone. So come back to it. Watch it over and over. Pick one thing. If there's the last thing I will leave you with, I would say, pick one thing. Just don't, you know, pick one thing and, and run with it. Right. And come back in December and say, Fofo, I heard this. I took this. I used it. And this is what it's happened to me. Yeah. That, that for me is the joy I get whenever I, I have this kind of sessions. Take one thing. Act on it. Fearless. Mm. Press forward. Be unstoppable. Your gifts are unstoppable. Come on. Your calling is unstoppable. Mm. Your career is unstoppable. You may have lost your job this year. You are unstoppable. Your God is unstoppable. And because of that, you can wake up tomorrow morning and pick that battle. Which battle am I fighting in my mind this morning? 
which voice will I listen to and how can I how can I push through this one yeah because there's no victory without a conquest come on but it's left to see who will be the victor am I going to be conquered or am I conquering something but take one thing use that and you know God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you abundantly. This video, I'm going to come back to it. Mpulwasho, um, you're such a blessing to our generation. And thank you so much for thank your you time. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, we ended up spending an hour. You see, I we did. I told you. I thought about it. I spoke to God. I said, "Listen, God." And I you see, some of some of your some of your followers are just joining. Oh, folks, you you missed a lot, but you know what? I'm sure it's going to be on the replay. So go back yeah. and listen to it and I hope this was helpful for you. I would love to connect with you. Please follow me. Let me know what's going on in yeah. your life, how you are living boldly, how you're being unstoppable and yeah, God bless you. Yeah. See, thank you so much. Sending virtual hugs <laughs> and thank you to everyone who joined us um today. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you for joining. Bye. <laughs>